And the show started. Hello. Hello. Pat's back. Uh, Paul's back. Uh, the sound quality is going to be a little worse this time. I'm not going to sugarcoat it because I messed up something with the speakers. So deal with it. It'll be throwback. Throwback episode. Throwback, baby. Last time, guys, uh, we got a lot of good, uh, a lot of good feedback on the episode. Like we didn't have the same ASMR feedback when we first did it than we did this last time. But uh, maybe just, it's gone more mainstream now. Maybe ASMR has, yeah, people were maybe scared of what it was at the time, and now they're starting to come along to it. Or maybe it was just the stupid script that Paul wrote. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that could have helped. <laughs> I can write you another one. Well, I think we'll have it, to do another. It took, that was right off the top of my head about four minutes before we were recording, if yeah, you remember that. I do, because I didn't know what you were doing at first. I was like, hey, are you ready to start? And you're like, uh, wait, give me a second. And I was like, didn't know. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, and then it turns out you were just writing that. Yeah, it was beautiful art. It was very artful, very tasteful, very tasteful. So what did you guys think? I posted the Brendan Fraser, Jeff Goldblum uh, combination. What do you guys think? Very good looking or amazing looking? What's your thoughts? This was on her Chubstep Instagram. Uh, neither. Okay. Yeah. That was one of the most terrifying figures. <laughs> yeah, I, actually, I actually agree. Uh, it's like the two of them, you know, good looking in their own respects, uh, but together, not so good. It's it's like if you get two perfect things, you can't make a more perfect thing. They're already perfect. Exactly. You just mess it up. Exactly. This might be a stupid question, but was that photoshopped or was that an actual person? That's their son. That's, yeah, that's their kid together. I just kissed for the first time, and... I could sense something was wrong, and so he pulled away. I asked him if he was okay, and he said that he felt dead inside. And then he went to the bathroom, and I asked him if he's okay again, and he said that he just felt repulsed. I was at a restaurant recently, and they had an hour and a half wait to get to sit down, which is pretty much like if you get that point, you're just going to leave, right? Because nothing's really worth that amount of time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Unless it's Chef Gordon Ramsay. Unless it's Chef Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I guess if I was there, but if I was there specifically to see one person, I probably would have made a reservation. Like if I was that excited to see the person, I probably would have made a reservation. But if you're just there, you know, and you walk in, they're like an hour and a half, you're going to leave. But when I was there, they also said, or you can just sit at the counter right now. And Yeah, counter. Yeah, and there was like six open counter spots and still a ton of people waiting outside and in the lobby for this hour and a half wait and i was just so curious what is so and why are people so anti-counter i like the counter 
It's like you're the cool guy, you know, you're sitting right at the bar. Yeah, but not enough people do to the fact that there were six open seats there. I sat on right away and there was still, you know, who knows how many people waiting because it was an hour and a half. So why, why are so people so opposed to the counter? Maybe it's like date night or something and they don't, they don't want to feel like they're like the common people. Cause that's like an average Joe spot. Oh, very good point. All right. How about this? You know? classiest to trashiest locations in a restaurant so here's some of the options i'm thinking so counter i think counter is pretty low class i think you're right about that if you were going in and like a suit to this restaurant and they're like you want to sit down at the counter for like a business meeting or like uh you would take a yeah if you want to take a fancy date you're not going to want to sit at the counter no no what are some of the classier locations like, wait what what do you mean by counter? I'm I'm completely lost with this. Like, do you mean the bar? Well, I mean, I mean, it's well, it's it's not a bar location. It's like if you're in a diner, Patty, or been in a diner, and they have like, I mean, it would be a bar if it was a place that served like alcohol. But the place. Oh, so you're talking about a diner? I must have missed that part. Yeah. Well, I said a restaurant, but I mean, some restaurants have it too. But you're right. It's it's the bar, or you're right. I guess it's it's more the counter if it's a diner type place. Um, this this in case was a breakfast place. You could, it would be a bar in a different location, but you're right. Um, so same, same thing here. That's probably the trashiest. What are some of the classier locations of seating? Like if, uh, what are some of the other options? I think an even trashier spot is like if they seat you right next to the bathroom. Oh or like yes. the kitchen. Don't flush those yes. toilets! All the people walking. Bathroom would be pretty bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's there's some places with spots like where you're just right next to the bathroom door or right next to the kitchen. So people are constantly just opening a door like in your face. Yes. That's that's like a slap in the face to get sat there. That is, especially when you waited potentially for that spot and then you get you get sat in something. Yeah, you like could that. have a reservation too. Yeah. And then boom, you get that table. So what about some of the other locations? What's classier classier than uh than that? Have either of you actually worked at a restaurant before? No. Yes. At a fine dining restaurant, too. Yeah, that was the only job I ever got fired from was when I was at a restaurant. What was that for again, Pat? Um, you know, to this day, I don't really know. They just kind of one day said that I had an attitude and told me I was gone. <laughs> <laughs> what, were you, what do you think led up to that? What would they say was your attitude? Uh, well, I can tell you I was really tired all the time because I was getting up at 4.30 in the morning to go to football practice and then working until the restaurant closed at like 11. So probably just looked really tired. And I was a teenager, so I didn't know better to not show how I was feeling. I guess that's fair on everybody's end, you know? I guess. Don't really care. But I can't really think of like least classy areas at a restaurant, but I can think of like uncomfortable areas like... Uh, like a deuce, like a two top, like crammed into a small area that's uncomfortable. Two tables next to each other where you could hear the other person's conversation. That's uncomfortable too. But yeah, I, this whole I thing think... with unclassy versus classy, I can't really think of like an unclassy part of a restaurant. Well, what you just said with the person right next to you, I just had that happen last night. It was like, or two nights ago. I, it was so distracting to hear the person next to you talking because. Every once in a while, the person next to you, some people are just loud. Like my brother, when he drinks, he's very loud. 
and these people I think were just naturally very loud and you're trying to have a conversation and there is just enough room between the tables that if you were walking sideways you can squeeze between the tables so you're basically sitting at the same table as the person then you can just hear you're hearing the every single thing in their conversation and then you're trying to talk and it's distracting because you're hearing what they're answering almost and you're like oh what you like it's that's that is not classy yeah i don't like the close together tables and i'm i'm one of those loud people i can't get by i think slightly classier than a counter would be a booth i like booths but they're not classy yeah they're not very classy they're comfortable they're comfortable a, a corner booth that's like circular can be classy in the right setting oh now that's classy yeah yes yeah uh corner Mm -hmm. also outdoor seating can be classy yeah unless it's like unless it's chilly out well yeah i mean we're saying good good case scenarios here and then um and then seats near the window are usually classy yeah you get a good view yeah uh basically if the seating's at the counter's open i'm gonna take it most of the time uh i don't know why people are so uh you know upset by that yeah, especially you said you were at a breakfast restaurant, right? Yes. Yeah, nobody. I don't know who the hell is waking up for breakfast food and then waiting an hour and a half. Exactly. I don't understand that either. That's insane to me. Like, yeah, who would That's <laughs> at that nuts. point? At that point, it's lunch. You know, like yeah, yeah. You're going to Jimmy meal. John's across the street. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about that happened recently in Chicago is the. Uh, they allowed the electric scooters that I love. The limes and the birds and all those ones are now available on oh, the yeah, west side live. of Chicago. I've been I've been wanting to ask someone like, where did those come from? They just came out of nowhere, and now like every fruit cup is using one down the street. We had them down in Athens, uh, gosh, like a couple months ago, and then I think they took them away because they were too much of a hassle. So Pat, I actually problem, love those or... things. So. Yes, I'm offended by your statement. <laughs> Wait, so, are you offended by the fruit yeah, cup yeah, comments? Is that what yes. this is? Yes, because they're actually super convenient to get around. I've talked about them on the show a few times before, but this is where my friend wiped out on them on the bachelor party a few weeks ago. <laughs> like, he just totally just scraped the whole side of his of his face. It's not this face. Actually, everything but his face, the whole side of his body. But they get up to like, I think the ones in Chicago might be restricted to like 14 or 16 miles an hour, but sometimes you can get up to 18 or 20 miles an hour in certain cities. But basically there's there's a company, you know, they were prepared. They knew at a certain time they were going to have a, a window to use this in Chicago, but they drop them off on the corners and then certain people's job is at night to pick them up and recharge them depending on how much they have left. And so you have a little app that tells you on your phone where they are to drive them and it tells you where you can drive them and you can just drop them off anywhere within the areas that you are allowed to drive them. So you just leave them on like a sidewalk or something like that, but they're fairly cheap. It's like a dollar to start and then like 15 cents a minute or something like that. Uh, it's just a different alternative instead of biking. Uh, you know, but I like it because they go fast and they're kind of ridiculous. I always liked scooters when I was little. I was a big Razor scooter fan when I was little. So Razor scooter is the best way to get yeah, around. Yeah, it's basically just like an electric Razor Yeah, I scooter. mean, they're super unsafe because unless you're wearing a helmet and you're sober, which is like, from my experience, driving those a very small percentage of the time that, <laughs> that, uh, that people end up riding those. But in the city, it depends. Commuters, basically, it's like for people driving it from their place to like, 
the train station or something like that. Do you wait? Are you supposed to use it in the street or on the sidewalk? So this is the problem with Chicago, it, like. Because lot, I've almost been nailed by these things on the sidewalk. Yeah. So you're, you're supposed to ride them on the road. Yeah. In Chicago, you're supposed to ride them on the road. In other cities that aren't so compact, you can ride them on the sidewalk, and it's not a big deal because it's just like, you know, there's people walking around. But they are supposed to be ridden like bikes on the road. I think you're also supposed to have a helmet anytime you ride them, too. Yeah, you are, but nobody ever does because you have to be carrying around a helmet with you. Yeah, I'd never seen anyone wearing a helmet. And I see people just like weaving in and out of traffic when they had them here. Now they're gone. It's one of those things that is, it is nice and they're trying to reduce the amount of cars on the road, but, uh, they are really risky. I love them, but I get, I could totally see why somebody's not a fan of them. I like when also when people try and like jump them and stuff, there's some <laughs> videos of people like throwing birds off of bridges too. That's pretty funny. Yeah. I've seen them, uh, in a like in a in a tree or in the water brian said or brinflake said he saw a uh, one in the water in venice in uh oh god in the canals in venice it is a very small amount of time before there is a drive-by shooting on a lime scooter and in chicago this is all uh, it's all the west side of chicago and it definitely fall some of that falls into some bad areas and i think there's no way there's not going to be like some kids like you know, mostly kids that are doing the shooting are not you know are younger and not very smart but could totally see these things go fast you could pop in take a couple pops pop back out and i totally see that happening here this is like crime 101 jay if you swipe your little card thing they got your id on there they know who's on that bird scooter at the time yeah and then they got you you're done you're going to jail but uh identity identity fraud you could just get around it Okay, that might work. Okay. Like, how did you find out about this? Like, because I, I didn't, this, they just showed up, and then it was a thing to me. So, if I'm going back up, back up, back up what I'm listening to in the car, it's like WGN radio. This is like if I can't find my podcast I want to listen to fast enough, or if uh, the sports, all the sports talk is about baseball, or, you know, that type of thing. I will just put on WGN radio. And that's local Chicago station that I've been on talking about Chubstep, but a uh, humble brag. So they were on there, had one of the people representatives from Lime Scooters on to talk about what they were, the launch of the whole thing. And Jared, it's not that I think everybody's a fruit cup who's on it. So I'm sorry you took offense to that, but some people <laughs> yeah. just look ridiculous on them. No, everybody I looks think ridiculous. you might look a little funny on them just because of how tall you are. There's like no it just might look this. a little goofy, but. Could you imagine a guy in, like, a full-on suit just riding that thing no, down the street? No, nobody looks good riding them. <laughs> Everybody looks ridiculous. Like, my dad rides them all the time, a lot of times on work trips where he's wearing, like, a collared shirt and dress pants. You know, like, it's it's with his, like, laptop bag. Like, it's it, – everybody looks ridiculous on them. They're just – they're fun to ride. That's why I like them. It's not – That's why I don't want them taken away. Yeah, that's why – exactly. I need to see more of that. I don't care if, like, somebody on a scooter gets hit by a car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, big deal. Yeah. Big effing deal. Yeah. That's the worst thing that's going to happen. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, I have so much fun on this boat. I took it out last week with a couple of guys and a couple of girls. Everyone was wasted. Hooking up left and right, okay? Um, I got I got two little things. One, I have an update um, on our feud with Conan O'Brien. Uh-oh. Fuck yeah. that guy. I know. 
and this is actually pretty ridiculous. So Conan O'Brien, who we're publicly feuding with due to his podcast, getting Jeff Goldblum on there, for his, uh, I think, TBS show or something, some network on the television, it's not really a big deal. I don't think anyone watches it. No. But he went to a country in Africa for a travel special. Yes. And guess what country? He went to Tanzania. No. He slapped us in the face even further and went to Ghana. Oh, my God. Just saying, screw Tanzania. Screw Tanzanian tourism. I'm going to Ghana, and I'm going to showcase Ghana to everybody in America, and I'm going to take all the work you guys have been doing for Tanzania and just throw it in the trash. That is like that is such a classic Conan thing to like take one of our bits, pretend like it says by slightly modifying it. And I I'm know, just, it, like what? Yep. First the Goldblum thing, and yes. now the Tanzania thing, and like what's next? Booze news? He's gonna have somebody on his show that like knows about cocktails. Yeah, if he talks or something, if he talks about alcohol on the show, I'm gonna flip out. I I will flip out. <laughs> I'll flip out because I spent 10 minutes looking for booze news today and there's nothing we haven't talked about. <laughs> I, I got like a mini booze news too. It's not even news. It's just about booze, but <laughs> we'll get to that later. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's, 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 yeah, Conan's screwing us. Conan, Conan is like the June bug of the late night host. He has no code. Like he just kind of does whatever he wants. He doesn't follow any of the rules. And he doesn't care about how doesn't follow affects, any rules. Doesn't follow any sort of like uh, symbol, you know, like just any sort of standards. Like a normal insect yeah. would. It's Conan's the opposite. No code. He has absolutely no code. Yeah, like we we took over Goldblum. Sure, Goldblum had been on his show like eight times. Yes. For the past thirty years, yes. but then we took him over. Yes. Then we had him, and then now it's like a Conan thing again. It was when when Gold, when Jeff Goldblum transitioned to his jazz period. Yes, that that was when we were the Goldblum source. We were the Goldblum podcast of choice. Yes. Yeah, I would say so. And 100%. we're also the Africa podcast of choice. And now he's just doing the whole Ghana thing, and I'm so sick of this. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's getting, getting it's just ridiculous. ridiculous. Yep. I could see them taking oh, off God. a like a piece of my unit and then just running away. <laughs> Uh, Pat texted me a very good Tanzania news article. You want to do it? Yeah, let's do that one. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure. And scientists claim that new patients are now transmitting. You know what Fugazi is? Yeah. Fugazi. It's a fake. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. What are you, from Tanzania? Yes, I am. Well, I can't take credit. This is fan of the show. Melanie sent this to me for us. Oh, awesome. So let Sub-step me Melanie. It. Oh, fan of the show. Okay. Tanzania. Row over wig and hair extension tax. So a row has been broken out in Tanzania over the government's decision to impose a tax on wig and hair extensions. Okay, basically, here's let, let's cut out all the bullshit. Here's where it comes um, sort of full full circle. Yeah. If um, there's a quote in there, it says it's t- 
10% tax for locally made wigs and the 25% tax for imported wigs is too expensive for our sisters. They might cut their hair, which could lead to divorces, as men are used to seeing their wives with long hair. Women look so good with wigs. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> the quotes are almost better than the actual, like, how ridiculous this tax is. A specific thing like wigs is so, like, so random. And also, yes, very specific to women, which is obviously something that you don't want to, like, single out one group into. Sexist! Know. Yeah. Uh, especially, yeah. Yeah, yeah just, just like, like the, the nails. nails. Yeah. The nail story we, we ran. ran. They wouldn't let um, any woman with, like, nails, extensions, or makeup into parliament. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I got. <laughs> Yeah, they've got, like, a, a big thing against, like, uh, artificial beauty. They want them all natural, baby. I bet you plastic surgery is frowned upon in Tanzania, if I had to put my money on it. I, yeah, I don't know if it's even legal. No. So they're allowing, so at least it's a little cheaper, less tax on locally made wigs than imported wigs. So they're trying to boost the local economy of wigs, but also like now they're more expensive. So people are going to be buying them less. Well, he's just announcing this tax. So they're, they're just started a 20, they just started both of these taxes. So it's a little less, but there's still a 10% increase tax on the locally made wigs. But it's still it's just random that they're spe- like choosing a specific product like that, and especially like a woman's product. Like why I don't I don't understand that whole lack women. It, yes, they're also uh, increasing the tax on chocolates and biscuits from twenty five to thirty five percent. So biscuits, uh, <laughs> not biscuits. biscuits. Yep. Well, okay, here's my well, question this is, then. This is good news, though. This is good news because they're going to shorten their, you know, they're going to increase their budget and they're going to be able to, you know, maybe get national parks yep. a little more money. Yep. Uh, well, here's, beautify the country. Here's my question about the chocolate tax. White chocolate, which I'm a huge fan of, technically is not real chocolate, I've been told. Um, so would that be taxed? It's called white chocolate, but it has no actual chocolate in it. So you might have found a loophole. I think I found a loophole here. Or you're going to jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like in Tanzania, if you if you find a loophole in something, they don't just allow that. They're just going to throw you in jail. They're not <laughs> not going to be like, yeah. oh, you got a good one. Now we'll change the law. It's just like, okay, yeah, we see what you try to do. You're, you're in jail. Like the the boda boda drivers. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Oh God, that was one of my favorite Tanzania newses. Which one was that? Remind people. The Boda Boda drivers that um, had impregnated several schoolgirls, and then they just threw, like, everybody into jail because oh. somebody got pregnant. Yeah, it was like the whole, they just the threw whole village. Everybody. They threw the whole village in jail because of <laughs> some pregnant schoolgirls, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> and we thought Boda Boda riders were, like, a bicycle gang or, like, like a biker gang, yeah. and instead it's just taxi drivers. Yeah, just the taxi guys. Yeah. <laughs> Those crappy taxis. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the like motorcycle taxi things. Well, yes, good. Uh, thank you, Chubbs and Melanie, for the Tanzania news. I always like uh, articles like this. It's uh, very helpful. You killed him! You killed him! Yeah, so came across this little article, um, and it's it's about booze. 
Okay. So I clicked it. Nice. And it was, it was, this isn't booze news. This is faux booze news. But it's, uh, it's things that bartenders will judge you for ordering. Like drinks. Okay. Or stuff. So I wanted to just run a couple of these by you guys. And see if you would judge. Okay. You know? Or if you have ever ordered them. Yeah. And they said, uh, requesting, uh, High shelf liquor in a mixed drink. They, like they judge you for doing that. They judge you for doing that. Let's say a, a vodka in Sprite, I guess, but you get some fancy old vodka. Because like the fanciest vodka like I could think of is like $50. So that wouldn't be that big of a deal. But if it was like some crazy bottle that was like specially made, like anything over 100 bucks, maybe you shouldn't mix. I was just going to say, is there argument that it's everything is it's so watered down anyway you're not going to tell the difference between a high quality thing and a low quality thing in a mixed drink yeah because you're mixing it yeah so you're not going to taste the difference in vodka or gin or uh, tequila well i would think they wouldn't because they would don't you have to pay more probably for the top shelf stuff yeah yeah you have to pay more but i guess they're some bartender out there is looking down on you when okay. you do that. The next thing was uh, when a large group comes in. So let's say one of your bachelor parties, Jay. Yep. And then everybody would come in and order the same exact drink. Okay. Yes. Yeah. We'll take uh, six rum and Cokes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good choice, too. Yeah. <laughs> And they just go, cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've walked up to, I've done that. Well, I've gotten like a bucket of beers. Is a bucket well, of beers well, different? No, that's different because that's supposed to come out like that. Or like a whole thing of shots. Like nobody's going to get like, I want two shots of tequila, two shots of vodka, two shots of, like nobody does that. You know? Yeah, that seems like much no, more of a pain in the ass. This would have to be like beers or like a beers, individual draft beers or. You know, or mixed drinks. Yeah. You know what? I'm judging this bartender who <laughs> yeah. wrote this article. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Some pretentious bartender. What's next? It, it's very pretentious. Yeah. Then they said, uh, if you order a Long Island iced tea, if you're somewhere that's not a dive bar, they're judging you. I've had one before. I didn't realize at the time they're just designed to get you completely wasted yeah but they're just like a trashy drink for like trashy i guess like florida people or whatever <laughs> just yeah just i don't want to put all for, that on uh, florida, for florida but i'll say yeah. like also ohio people because ohio people are garbage wow yeah i mean somebody had to say it but being a classy it sounds like a classy drink though long island iced tea like, it does sounds classy to me yeah, so i know i don't think it's long island's in new york it's like yep. ooh. yep Ice tea that's like summer, whatever country club live in. Ooh, yeah. nice. Yeah, like a, yeah, nice no, New it's York just country like club. A bucket of alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't. I, I guess I don't really order those. Yeah, I never order it, so it's hard for me to. Yeah. Know okay, so this next one's weird. Adding an egg white to your drink. That's really weird. Uh, who does that? <laughs> this says. This says, so this says, with a whiskey sour, an amaretto sour, and a Ramos gin fizz, 
that's where it's appropriate to request an egg white. Uh, then it says a gin and tonic is not appropriate. I have no idea what you're talking about or why you would ever want an egg white in your drink. I've seen it in like super classy like cocktails. If somebody's putting like a really fancy one together and they're, you know, it's all whipped up, but I've never seen somebody just order a like mixed drink and then, hey, yeah, just throw in a Bud Light egg white. See what happens. <laughs> That'd be disgusting. I know. Yeah, I'm of like, <laughs> I like eggs, but as much as the next guy, but like avoid that, avoid them in drinks, if, you know, unless it's for some reason necessary. Yeah. Then uh, I guess the last thing that's kind of relevant to us you know non fucking egg white drinking assholes yeah is they said when you order like a well-known brand so say you got like a jack daniels whiskey or something and then they suggest a better one and you ignore it they judge you they're mad yeah this is some douchebag bartender that's writing this state because this is yeah, screw that bartender. If you recommended, like, yeah, you got to know that some people are just gonna be like, no, I like, I know what I want. I'm not like, if I kn- have gotten blacked out on this before and I didn't die, yeah, I want that. Yeah, I don't need your Icelandic glacier vodka that was farmed with a donkey. I don't care. Yeah, Pat, give me the other one. Pat, what's your thought on recommendations, like at restaurants or any of that? Um. Don't tell me unless I ask. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and do you... What happens they're, if... You, they're usually just trying to sell you on something. You know, it's probably more expensive than what you want to buy anyway. So, you know, again, if I don't ask, like, don't tell me. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about when they recommend something, when you do ask, they recommend something, and then you decide you don't want that thing? Because that's always a little awkward. I don't think that's awkward at all. Why would that be awkward? Well, if they're, well, you're like, uh, what? Like, I can't decide what to pick. Uh, can you recommend something they recommend, and you just say, oh no, I'm actually going to get this. Well, yeah. What if they <laughs> recommend something with mushrooms? I fucking hate those <laughs> things. I'm going to say no. I don't want that. <laughs> and then I, then I will say I love mushrooms. I'll have that, and it's not awkward anymore. And then you guys In have a great scenario dinner. Scenario that we're at the same restaurant. Yeah. Sure. Yes, when you <laughs> get dinner once yeah. a week. Yeah. That's, that's, I, we get dinner all the time, yeah. Chubstep fans. Yeah, just believe that. I want the Chubstep fans to think that we like we're all roommates. That's true. Even and though all we do is just we just talk, talk Chubstep. We just talk Chubstep. Even though you've never met Pat in person, we live in a studio apartment <laughs> on the Upper East Side <laughs> of, of Manhattan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But for some reason, we're always talking about Chicago. And, and Georgia, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a weird combo. Let's get to some emails here. And yeah. DMs, emails and emails. DMs. The first one's an email here, and it is called Russo is Overrated. That's the subject line. Whoa. <laughs> and uh, let's see. It's It says, would you rather watch your dad watch you put a dildo up your ass or you watch your dad put one up his oh uh, what <laughs> has nothing to do with okay Russo. yeah That's no fine. i got it don't don't repeat that i got it yeah i got the breakdown i'm i'm sorry papa but i will be putting one in my butt yeah 
Yes, I agree with that. Actually, <laughs> I've been trying to. I'm trying to picture <laughs> both scenarios. Both scenarios being horrible, and and uh, God, I don't. I just kind of watch. Uh, Dad, if you're listening, I can't see that. Just please never do that. <laughs> yeah, it. That's one where it's probably easier just to do it. Yeah, I can't. I, can't. Like, I would never get that image out is, of my head. So this and I is. <laughs> I'd rather put that on him to get that image out of his. This head. is my, <laughs> this is my thought on uh on butt stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's get I, so I've I've had some wicked poops where I'm like, damn, that was huge. I'm like, that's definitely bigger than, you know, some penises. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was this episode's version of speed science. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's Steed's anatomy. So that's, then I'm like, <laughs> then I'm just like, oh, I can't be that bad. That's all I'm I thinking. See. I see. That's where you're all going right. with this. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you're saying, yeah, it's okay. When it, you don't think it'd be that horrible. You just, the fact that you'd have your dad watching it, that would be, that would be not great. That would be uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not a good scenario either. I, I, also, the thing going into my butt would be uncomfortable. Yes, but. and the, the him watching. Yeah, yeah. As long as I could explain it or something, I'm not just going, <laughs> driving home and being like, "Yo, Dad, check this out. <laughs> <laughs> look, look what I learned in Georgia." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you'd have to give him some sort of context, I'd hope. Or not. Just leave, leave him thinking what's going on. They'd be like, Dad, there's a bomb inside me. i got to get it out. <laughs> this phallic device is the only way. Oh, God. Um, Ooh, okay. Okay, let's get into some of those DMs. I think we answered that well enough. Yeah, let's get into some of those Chubstep DMs. Email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, let me let me pop these up here. I'll start from the bottom, Jay. Jay Jay Bone posted a very cute picture of me on our Instagram. <laughs> I forgot that question. was the picture. I forgot that I did that picture. Yeah. What is the full picture of that? I would have to tell you off the air. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably something pretty bad. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yep. All right. Well, if it's that bad, we'll go on to the first question. Uh, first question is from Chubstep Trevor, and he has responded. He said, uh, "How far do you think you could hang your saliva out of your mouth before it breaks off?" And I'm assuming this is in reference to uh, Big Daddy. Oh, good reference. Yes, Adam Sandler movie, Big Daddy. Yes, where the the kid like eats a bunch of ketchup and then like spits down like to the ground. Yeah, and then sucks it back up. Yeah, you have to be pretty dehydrated to get saliva that's that that's that sticky. Pat, what that's that's thick. That's thick. Yeah. What are your what are what are some of your guys' thoughts? Good feedback. Not very far. I think you could go like two and a half feet. No. With like, I'll give you. Do you have to bring it back up? 
That's the question. Before it breaks. No, he's saying it's before it breaks. Yeah, so you don't have to bring it back up. I would need like a dip in my mouth or something so I could generate that much saliva. Okay, some chaw. Yeah, some chaw. Ripping some chaw. Okay. Two and a half feet is reasonable. This. Yeah, a little practice. I mean, it's it's yeah. You're not gonna do it first try, but you get a few. You get a little saliva, but you also have to be a little dehydrated, and then I think that's a. Uh, I think that's fair. Yeah. Next one. Next uh, next question is from or response, I guess. I don't know the proper format. It's from Chubstep uh, Rosalie, friend of the show. She responded, "I tried a hot dog again. Still hated it." Okay. <laughs> now, <laughs> I don't understand this, but I feel personally attacked. I love hot dogs; they're delicious, very they're, American, and uh, they're American. Any occasion, uh, they could probably solve world hunger if everybody only ate hot dogs. You could pass around hot dogs; they're so cheap. You could solve a lot of world hunger with that. They are pork product, though, so you would have a problem in the Muslim countries. Uh, beef hot dogs; you could do beef hot dogs. But then you had to avoid the, yeah. Hindu, the any of the Indian countries. Would they even know? Hindu countries. Uh, that would be rude. Yeah, yeah you you want to yeah. let them know. You want to let them you <laughs> Give them a heads up. Yeah. They wouldn't know, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, what is interesting, though, with, uh, with people that are starving and things like that, they find that things like allergies just somehow go away. So, like, the big... One of the big things that they use in Africa, I can't remember the name of it, but uh, when people are really starving, they're able to make this like peanut butter type compost thing that they give to starving kids that gives a lot of nutrition and one kind of like power nutrition bite. And they, and you know, they're like, well, what about, I've heard responses of like, well, what about, uh, you know, like peanut allergies? And they're like, no, that's just not a thing. That's just not something that, that happens. It, it's, it's more like a. Allergies are dumb. Yeah. I'm gonna do next. Steed sciences on allergies. I like allergies that. are BS. I like that. Do their yeah. Uh, dude, freaking pollen should not be. I I won't get into it now. Yeah. But I got some issues. That's with a teaser. Allergies. That's a teaser. I don't even have them. Yeah. Big money banks. Uh, wants to know when's the live show. I would be down to coming back up to Chicago. And we could do a live show. We could stream it on uh, Twitch or something. Yeah, or the uh, and Facebook Live or Instagram Live, that kind of stuff. No, yeah, I, everything. It, let's we'll plan it for next time you're in uh, Chicago, whenever that is. But I don't know if you need to make like a separate trip up here just to do that. But you could. I got nothing going on. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, whenever whenever yeah. Steve is back here, Banks, that's the that's the answer. All right. Um. What's the either you read this next one here, Steve? Yep, Chubstep Vaughn wants to know uh, Pat versus Billy Strokes. Who are you taking? Hell in a Cell style. So, so I don't know who for that those is. of you, so for those of you that don't know, Pat is a host on Chubstep podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just joshing. Uh, B- Billy Strokes is a uh, Vaughn's. Uh, Chubstep Vaughn's NHL-created character in the NHL video game series. He's a Why do you know this? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe because me and Vaughn were playing uh, NHL 19 yesterday. 
that Vlad's character's name is Billy Strokes. I also knew that his name was Billy Strokes. Yeah, his, his name is Billy that. Strokes. He's a so his character in the game is a playmaker, but he probably stands about uh, I'm guessing five foot ten, about 175 pounds. He also puts up numbers in the EASHL. So Pat, you versus Billy Strokes, who you got? Can we use hockey sticks? I think so. Uh, Hell in a Cell. I'm assuming you can use hockey sticks in yep. Hell in a Cell. Yep. Interesting. Um, I mean, I don't know. You guys are asking me if I think I could beat up a video game character <laughs> like I'm fucking 12 or something. <laughs> yeah. Sure, I just smashed the TV. It's over. There you go. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it to Pat because uh, because of the limited mobility and uh, Billy Strokes would be wearing ice skates. Good point. Hell in a cell, there would be no ice. Good point. It'd be all melted. Next one. What are the th- from Chubstep Brad? What are the three conspiracies you would like to know the hundred percent truth about? So let's all pick one. I know mine. Okay. And it's not the moon because I already know the truth. <laughs> it's true. We we covered we that last it, week. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know. Um, so this was made popular in the Indiana Jones uh, number four, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the crystal skulls. So if you don't know about the crystal skulls, I guess there's like there's rumored to be thirteen of these crystal skulls, and like several have been discovered. I think. I looked into it like a while ago. I didn't get too deep. I kind of forgot. But there's like these crystal skulls that are made of like all quartz or something. And if you know, quartz is like very good at storing like data. Like you can store a bunch of stuff in quartz. So people think these are sent from like aliens or like they're alien heads or something. Okay. So where these crystal skulls or quartz skulls are just around somewhere? Yeah, I'll 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 look into that too. I'll get back to you on okay, that one. Okay. Okay. But these uh Yeah, there's something up with these crystal skulls. I always want to know people there's a rumor forever that uh Michael Jordan and Michael Jackson like had like a fling, like a uh like I always want to know if that was real. Really? No, that's not true. I I did want to know some of the things had to do with deaths. <laughs> like I would like to know maybe like how Marilyn Monroe died. We don't know that. No, that's a mystery. That's a or mystery. Like, or like Tupac, how did Tupac die? Is Tupac even dead? I need the total Tupac he's, death truth. That was, that's what I want. Well, he's dead. <laughs> yeah, but I want like you know some of these. I would like a celebrity death revealed. That one of the ones we don't know. I'm. I'm I don't think we know how Marilyn Monroe died. No, we don't. She was just dead. Turns out she's just dead. So I would like to know how she died. She died of a barbiturate overdose late in the evening of Saturday, August 4th, 1962. Yeah, but it, there's You're a lot welcome. of weird stuff around it. It's not like a straight up, you know, some people say, yeah, some people say it was the Kennedys that had something to do with it because she was having an affair with JFK. Um, oh. Some people say she actually shot JFK. Whoa. You think she's that good of a shot? <laughs> nobody knows nobody has record of how good of a shot she was so i'm not here to say if she was or was not good enough shot to shoot jfk i am here to say that somehow their deaths are related okay and that's the one thing i want to know right. the truth about all right um pat 
did the U.S. government have anything to do with 9-11? Investigate 9-11. 9-11 was perpetrated by people within our own government. Whoa. I don't really care. I just want them to answer so people stop talking about it. <laughs> See, that's a good, that's a good <laughs> reason to want to, yeah, just so people stop, that we can get the guys off the street corners that are protesting this. You know, we had that at Marquette. I'm sure Pat remembers. Okay, we got one more, right? Last question is from Chubstep Amy, and her question is, serious question, how dare you? Yeah. A valid question. Uh, Pat, how would you like to answer that? How dare I what? <laughs> how dare you? How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> it's a good point, and I think it's a good point, and you should probably sleep on that, Pat. Why is this directed at me? <laughs> I don't want it to be directed at me, so... <laughs> Jared's directing this at me. This could be any one of us. Like, oh, I think you should fucking sleep on it, Pat. Think about it. <laughs> this is probably in reference to the clone um, the clone conversation we had a couple months ago. Yes. Yes, it is. It That's the only thing I can... Has to be. Yeah. <laughs> no Jared would being a clone of his... I think his cousin... No, no. There's no yeah. talk of cloning my cousin. The, de- the, the details are all strange. Yeah, yeah. People but, go back and listen to our clone conversations. Um, okay, well, here's the deal. Yeah. Here's the deal. I got I got two things left. Where we've gotten a, long, a lot of time here. I don't want to spend too much more time talking. I've got two things here, and I, I do have the review of Pat's album, and I also have a, a Jeff Goldblum movie review. So I'm, I'm thinking I... I I don't want to cut too, any of them too short, but I think what we'll do... Pat, what would you rather me do right now? You could do your gold boom. Okay, and then I'll save... I'll tease... Okay. Um, maybe I'll do like one of the songs from the album review, and then I'll do the gold boom review. And here's... You can get a teaser for my thoughts about it. Because I have notes on every song. There's there's 12... I had to review the uh, Appetite for... Appetite for Destruction, is that right? Yes, that's correct. Appetite for Destruction. You know the, it so well that you don't even know the album title. Well, actually, hey, I wrote a bunch of things. You listened to all I, the songs. You I should wrote, know by now. I wrote a bunch of things down. Writing down the album title was not. <laughs> I have that it was 30 million copies okay. sold. First full-length album, July 21st, 1987 was when it was released. Uh, yeah, 12, 12 songs on the album. Um, we weren't even born then. We weren't even born. So I'm going to pick just a random song in here and give my... Uh, and give my thoughts. Actually, I'll say what my least favorite one was. Let's start with that. Uh, my least favorite song on the album was was the third song on the album, Night Train. I thought that it was, it felt very, um, it almost felt a little generic to me. Uh, I thought the guitar riff was just kind of very average compared to a lot of the very more complex and kind of like uh, guitar riffs that kind of stay with you in a lot of the Guns N' Roses songs. And I just thought it was very like an average song, and I was I, I thought compared to a lot of the songs on the album, it was lower tier. So you know they closed their first set of the concerts with that song. <laughs> no, I did not. Oh, <laughs> no, I did not. Whoa, it's it's one of the fan favorites. Really? But so I can't wait to hear the rest of these. Good, good, good. Because I liked I like the album overall. There, I'll tell you right now, I like the album. I was just. There, their like fan club online, like if you want to be a part of their yeah. like official fan club, it's called the Night Train Fan Club. 
So I, I can't wait for next week to hear the rest okay. of these spot-on reviews. <laughs> good, 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 good. Good, good, good. Okay, uh, I'll do a quick... Yeah, I was uh, just listening to a little portion of it. Um, hot track. Jay, you're way off. You think I'm way off on this? Maybe I'll give it another listen before next week. But I did. Way I did off. each. I did each song. Watch. Each, here's what I did. I did each. Watch a live. Uh, watch a live video. Okay, I watched like each, from one of their concerts. I listened to each song all the way through, and then wrote in order, and then wrote my thoughts about them as I was done with the song. And my notes on it were very '80s, very okay, generic guitar riff on Night Train. Jared, you're entitled to your opinion. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, I'll do my Goldblum review. Hi, hi, hi. I'm Chef Goldblum. You, you interest me strangely. You have uh, you've uh, uh, tapped into some kind of secret vein. Why would you do that to Goldblum? <laughs> What's Goldblum ever done to you? What's Goldblum ever done to you? Forget the fat lady. You're obsessed with the fat lady. Because she's sweet and like a peach and like a juicy and sweet. You're afraid to be too Goldblum. He thinks if he smells Goldblum, he's going to be Goldblum. By jamming them into his pocket. I'm going to get my Goldblum on. That is one big pile of shit. Goldblum is content. Uh, People always ask me how I pronounce my name, Goldblum or Goldblum. Uh, I always tell them the same thing. How dare you speak to me? And it is from the show Happy. Uh, so Happy is a show on the Sci-Fi Network, and Jeff Goldblum is in season two, episode ten, in an episode called Resurrection. So Happy is started in 2017. This most recent episode was like May, is like May of this year. So you can watch this on Hulu or Prime Video. So the the storyline that it says for the for the series an injured hitman best friends his kidnapped daughter's imaginary friend a perky blue flying unicorn that is that is the description of the show here's the description for this episode season finale sunny's spectacular equals lit sax amanda happy save haley from worse than death this sounds like steed's asmr that he gave me that's what it was like watching the show like i don't this was all over the place. It seems like somebody's like this. This ep- this show is like somebody's like acid trip dream, but they're making it into a show, and it's like it. I don't under I don't understand the show at all. This is like the opposite of something I enjoyed watching. Did you guys watch the trailer? This is this is on Sci-Fi, right? Yes, I did watch the trailer, Jared, and it didn't make any sense at all. No, the show makes no I sense. I don't think it's supposed to. <laughs> it's the, it it is so it is so all over the place. It is so like the, the guy literally talks to this this fl- imaginary friend that he's talking to a lot, and he's like, and it's very like um t- like they're playing. A lot of the same type of music they were playing in Doom Patrol, which I didn't really like, kind of like over-synthesized stuff and kind of like 80s feeling, but not like a, an actual 80s I, song. I like the like heavy synth stuff. It, but this is like the Big sad fan. heavy synth. Like not like like the kind of like, um, kind of like a crappier version of the Stranger Things music, uh, which I, I like Stranger Things in the right setting, but sometimes it's, it's overdone yeah. in this. But I... This was just so strange. It's kind of like um, a sick, twisted version of 
the Eric Andre show where you never really know what's going to go on, but it's like not a comedy. And it's just like all like none of it really makes sense. And to be fair, I watched one episode in the 10th season, 10th episode of the second season. So I didn't get any context of what everything else was going on. But just from watching this, there's no way else yeah. I want to watch the rest of the episodes. I think I would watch it. This would you? Like a good show. All right, give it a shot. Yeah. You have you ever seen more. a? Have you ever seen Shaun of the Dead? Yes, I've I think seen Shaun, Shaun of the Dead. Dead. Yeah, the the new like the new series. I think that was on Sci-Fi too. Shaun of the Dead. Was, that was an. Wait, wait, was what? Yeah, that series was awesome. The one they remade it. I Shaun of the Dead it was a very well written show like concept and a very like they were very smart in the way they use stereotypes in different zombie movies and then were able to make like a comedy actual good movie out of it like this i don't know what these what this is supposed to be like this just makes no sense to me maybe you watch this whole hmm. season and you let me know steve but anyway jeff goldblum plays a voice okay. of god at one point the fairy like the the imaginary friend goes up to like the sky and then all of a sudden a face appears and it's God, which is played by Jeff Goldblum. And he says, God is an imaginary friend because not everybody believes in him either, which was, Hey, make you think, but that'll oh, make you think, make yeah. you think. So that was the one part I did like about this was Goldblum being in there. But what is funny because Goldblum is God still did his little like stutter thing, which is, you know, classic Goldblum, like, you know, added a little like stutter to from, from dramatic effect. But, I don't think God would do that at all. I think if God, I think God would talk pretty smooth. <laughs> uh, that was my only thought. God's of. probably got a lot going on, though. Yeah, he could be thinking he's like, "Oh shoot, yeah, we're about to bomb Iran," and he's like, "Uh," and then deals with that real quick, and then comes back to his conversation. That's a good point. He's doing a lot of stuff at once. Uh, Patton Oswald and Jeffrey Ross are also in this. Then they play uh, voices of just some of the made up characters like some of the like flying around things that aren't in real life but are in the are in the show this is a bottom tier for me you can go ahead and watch the whole season let me know if i'm wrong steed but based on this one episode i had a very hard time watching this i was like what the hell is going on this it's way too much for me it's like they were going for something that i wasn't into so this okay. is a if, uh, if if a chubstep fan could send me their cable login okay. um I haven't had cable in, I think, over four years now. <laughs> okay. If you could just send me that login yeah. info. Just shoot it to our Chubstep Instagram. That would be wonderful. Perfect. So, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Order movies. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, this is Randy Quaid on the Independence Day Movie Review Skill. I'm Fly. I'm Pilot. Uh, we'll wrap it up there. People can email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com and rate the show on iTunes, send us the DMs on Instagram, all that kind of stuff, and the show has ended. I rest my case. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.